When I'm the problem, you're the solution. It's just me and you. When I'm dissolving, you're problem solving. You always see me through. digital entertainment again, <laughs> hooked into some kind of headwear. It glistens and bleeps, and he's saying things that would disqualify him from future employment as he sends strangers to their deaths. She sits in there with him, sometimes joining in. She is the conqueror of space and time, and when the machine is on, Hubby and I is our kryptonite. It's our new country. It's our death beyond death. <laughs> Hubby says, if they're occupado, let's plan a non-digital adventure. Just the three of us, because now he refers to himself as us. So it's him and me, we three. <laughs> what does the spare the rod spoil but Miles saying? Something about where you trod go with style? Blimper bluster bus. <laughs> when son of the cats and sister fire up the old machine and the pixels fly and the epitaphs fill the air, what if, what could, how could, what should anyone, us, their progenitors, what could we wicked progenitors do? Because, as the play says, we didn't know it would be you. <laughs> Hoppy has out a map of the city, and it's covered in pen lines, sharpie marks. It looks like it's being carved up by warlords, but no. It's just his way of guiding us to that park he loves. The one with the fountain that used to have water in it? It's a long walk, I think, but don't say. Because the say would disappoint him and he's the apple of my eye and the bee's crooked knees. And would you please say please? Would you please say please? <laughs> what if we're handing them over to the worst of us? What if they're becoming misshapen more than before? What if the lasers burrowing into them are worse than the abusive attendant that once shaved my head because I wouldn't go to bed without a nightlight? I resolved to, that's too strong a word, but I believe one must, given all that we're up against, to take the reins from the military training simulation that my children have learned makes us go away. <laughs> Years ago, we were driving to an amusement park near the birthplace of my father in order to recreate the dead letter office of our mass deployment. We were playing a game of keep away and singing nursery rhymes, and there was a sensation that shot through us like electric comfort. We were driving and driven to distraction and to the Canopy Lake Park a privately operated park with rides and cotton candy and the decay of all American things. <laughs> there was a plastic handheld game that worked with the same display that worked on a watch. There were games on watches then that worked on dials. And the park had been litigated against, like all public places, like all spaces big and tall, small and tall, but there it was. Like a fire showed up bright below the moon. Oh, so analog those days. Air before the time. 
Ere twas the air anon, ere heard and remembered, and we wrote with chalk on stone. <laughs> Hobby is poring over the map with a mad light and a sense of purpose. He seems intent on escape, but instead of going, is how to get there. Are these roads closed? This is our chance. He keeps saying they're distracted, but time drips away as we plan instead of making a break for it. Upstairs, the sounds of someone exploding and Sonny screams in delight, or is it pain? And the cats are now up there too. Everyone is there but us. This house is just an arcade game and no one gave me quarters. I begin to pace and froth, and he must be able to tell I'm right in front of him. But like Homer once said, them's the breaks. Well, you're not making a break for it. <laughs> Son screams at one of his victims, this is what you deserve for the colonization of India. And to another dullard with a joystick, vengeance for stealing antiquities as nationalist sport. And finally, we just can't take it. We should, he's all in, and we know that he's a disappointment, and we're aware that he's screaming at a television that's not even turned on, <laughs> making no sound, not plugged in, but there are standards they should know we maintain. Why, I ask, I say, I plead, I interject, I retort, should we leave the kids to play their little pew-pew and their whirring glow box as if their choices mean nothing, don't reflect on us, don't speak the terrible language we wish we could teach them by injection while they sleep. <laughs> Something high above the clouds watches us with malice. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like a motherless child. <laughs> These pants were purchased half off, sturdy. I wear them anywhere. <laughs> My husband's undone with possibilities. He's wearing goggles and a leather jacket, packed a bag with dried fruit and aloe. He's ready for the adventure ahead, the two of us, the three of us, all ready to dive into the great beyond, or better yet, the city we live in, the city we know relatively well, considering we don't have much need for nightlife since the hatchlings crawled from their cocoons. I tell him, let's put an end to it. And he says, double suicides mean no heaven. And I say, I meant murder-suicide. But I didn't mean that. I just like to correct him. It upsets him. And I like that. <laughs> I say, no, it should not be us and them. Let's all go up and play the game. They don't want to go out. Let's learn what they like. And hubby recoils and melts into a nearby canister and loses all shape and is a gas or a liquid. I'm not going to open that canister. Let's just say it won't result in a satisfying conclusion. It won't be the A story and B story together. It's like a C story from another something. Another, let's say, genre. One that I would not choose to watch when I want to unwind. He's not with me, not in my plan. But I'm certain, not certain, but I'm right, not right. But I'm resigned. Yes, I am resigned to look at things my children do with the door closed, even if they're loud and they blink. Up there's I go and knock and I say, come in. And what was I afraid of? And so I open the door and I think that's what it was. That's what I was afraid of. <laughs> the screen isn't lit up and still, what's there? It's so much more. It's, I can't even tell you what I see there. I couldn't if I tried. 
It's for digital natives. It's a room without borders. It goes on forever. It's full of minds and principalities. My eyes won't focus. It's not my own. They're not my own. Something else is raising them. It's underneath us. It's coming up from the ground. We'll do this together. One big family activity. It's better, isn't it, than making a break for it, even if it breaks us, even if the thing we are is turned to cornmeal and paper. Back at the Start is performed by David Greenspan. Written and directed by Matthew Freeman. The Back at the Start theme was written by Peter Vitale with lyrics by Matthew Freeman. It is performed by Sean Kennan Elias Reyes and Milena Elias Reyes. Back at the Start is produced and mixed by Sean Kennan Elias Reyes with additional mixing by Nate Brailer of Hyperbolic Audio. Special thanks to Josh Wilcox at Brooklyn Podcasting Studio, Ben Lorber, and Pam Grossman. Back at the Start is a Theater Accident production. <laughs>